We love film and family, tech and travel. We like our plates full, we'll sleep when we're dead, and we'll spend our last five bucks on the best meal in town. He's the why and the what, and I'm the how and the when. We're a perfect team and a party of three, and we're doing big things trying not to sweat the small stuff. And this is the whole story. March 28th, 2021. The early Sunday morning house is quiet. Oscar isn't here to cry. We put her to sleep on Friday. Riley isn't here to hop up for her morning walk and breakfast. We brought her out to Maureen's yesterday. I explained to her as best I could that we'd most certainly be back, but that this one was going to be a long haul. With Oscar, I felt confident and calm in my decision until the moment I scooped her up in my arms to head to the vet, and then the emotion flooded. With Riley, the goodbye was uneventful, casual even. The guilt set in as we crossed the Marine Park Bridge, and my in-laws sent a message. When they came back to the house, Riley looked around, everywhere, as if wondering if we were coming back into the house. When she didn't see us, she hopped up onto the couch, laid down, and let out a big sigh. The pangs of missing her, The palpable somatic response in upper chest and solar plexus were creeping in when I went to sleep without her last night, worse when I awoke this morning. Seven months is a long time, and yet not. Consciously, it hasn't been too challenging not to get hung up in the lasts of things around here, and I think that's because subconsciously, the path to leave Hoboken and move on to something else was set in motion at least three years ago. It's gradually, and then suddenly, at work in the universe again. It's trust in a path and a journey, and the people who are on it with me, even if said people sit in front of their computers, ignore their to-do list, and can't seem to wrap their heads around the fact that we're actually leaving this apartment, this town, this country, for fuck's sake, and they might want to help pack a few boxes, sell a piece of furniture or two, or pick out some socks and underwear to take along. But that's what moms do. Disclaimer generalization coming here. Moms are the general managers of their tiny universes. We're the planners, the packers, the money managers, the crisis avoidance and cleanup teams. We book travel, get visas, find apartments, pack stuff, move stuff, make doctor's appointments, and make up excuses to said doctor's receptionist when we're forced to change those appointments last minute because our kids or our partners have decided they have something better to do that day, even though it took you four months to get the appointment in the first place. We persevere and plan and organize and optimize, almost always putting the needs of the people around us in front of ourselves. There's a part of us that loves it, thrives on it, feeds off it, and yet there's that sensitive, bruisey part that takes it personally when no one notices, says thank you, or leaves their dirty underwear still being worn by an inside-out pair of pants on the bathroom floor, again. Please just notice how much I'm doing here. Please know how much time this takes and how frustrating it can be. Please know that because I'm doing it means you can sit there and play Roblox or Call of Duty or take another nap, all while wearing clean underwear. You'd think we want help. We think, in theory, that we want help. In certain circumstances, we do. Like when I've asked my kid four times to come pick up his pile of freshly folded clothes or simply not to leave half a pizza on his desk or when my husband walks past the full bag of trash sitting directly in front of the door when he leaves the house. I mean, where does he think that needs to go? But, 
If we admit it, there's a lot of control freak stuff happening here. And if you actually did do stuff, it would be really hard for us to just keep our mouths shut about the way you're doing it. Just say thank you and shut the fuck up. And so I'm sitting here in a mostly packed up apartment without my dog. Tomorrow we'll put our lives non-essentials into a 10 by 18 foot portable storage unit. We'll pack three or four pieces of moderately sized luggage with the bare minimum essentials for seven months on the road seven months towards this new branch that's budded off our tree of life. We'll spend the next seven days spending time with friends, running last-minute errands, and figuring out how to return the internet router so someone doesn't try to charge me $400 for it. A direct example of mom stuff. My family, who benefits from high-speed internet far more than I ever will, cannot even register the fact that this task even exists. And then we'll go. We know we'll return in November or December and I'm leaving the Christmas tree decorations accessible so we can pop up a tree wherever we land for those few weeks of holidays. And then California for Electric F4 in January. And then, my best guess is Europe, probably permanently. But this time, I'm bringing the dog. The Whole Story is a podcast about my family's journey to follow Ellis's singular passion during a global pandemic. The episodes are audio recordings of the journal I've been keeping since the day we left home in 2020. To learn more, follow The Whole Story on Instagram and visit our website, elysium.co. And remember, life is good, life is hard. These two truths are unrelated. You know you drive me crazy. You know you drive me mad, but I could never live a day without you.